0: Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Outnumbered. We are really excited to have a guest joining us today who is going to talk about gut health. And if you don't know a lot about gut health, I know it sounds gross and like maybe you don't want to know anything about it, but we love talking health, um, especially really intentional health choices. And Bridget is going to give us lots of tips about this. So welcome, Bridget Comish. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So Bridget lives in Utah and she's going to give us just a short little intro about herself. Tell us about you and about your family, Bridget.
2: Okay. So I'm a mom, wife, grandma. Um, I have four sons and we just became grandparents to the sweetest little granddaughter and a grandson on the way. So that's kind of the phase of life that we're in. My baby just started his senior year.
0: Wow. So fun. So you still have kids at home and grandkids. I love it. That's going to be Audrey and I too. we got a lot of kids. And so we're going to have babies and kids at home and all the things. I
2: love it. Oh, it's the best stage.
0: Yeah. Someday we'll be to the
1: point where we're like educating our last kid. But that's a ways off. My youngest (laughs) is four and Bonnie's youngest is even younger. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to – we are really excited to learn from you today. Um, Bonnie and I, as she mentioned, love to study health things. And um, we want to – I want to learn so much more about gut health. It's been something I've been focusing on lately because of some personal gut health issues I've been having. But um, can you tell us, start off by telling us what you do and how you help people?
2: Yes, I would love to. We have some basic things that you need to understand. Why gut health? Why would we even want to approach that in our health journey? And really, there are just three things that you have to understand uh, that relate to any element that you might have in your body. First would be blood sugar and hormone balance. Second is good gut health. And third is inflammation. Those are the three root causes. So every single thing points to at least one, if not all three of those things. And so when I talk with people about gut health, that's what we first begin with is um, I ask a lot of questions, you know, how is your sleep? How is your energy throughout the day? You young moms, I know you're crazy tired because you run, run, run all day long. But there's a component to that that is just your body being worn down and you don't have the energy that you need. Um, that was me even when my kids were a little bit older when I was introduced to this. I, I just couldn't sleep well. So then I wanted to have a nap every day. Um, other questions I might ask is, of course, do you have headaches? Do, are you under a lot of stress? Um, any autoimmune issues, any, of course, disease, underlying disease, but bloating, digestion things, people may just think that's normal. I'm a mom, I'm busy, I eat on the run, of course, I'm stressed and don't get a lot of sleep, but there just might be some other underlying issues going on.
0: Okay, I love that. And what I love to hear is that it sounds like there are so many potential symptoms of bad gut health. You're talking about sleep, you're talking about energy, you're talking about hormones like all all aspects of the body it sounds like can be affected
2: absolutely and that is the key is most of those things that you're experiencing those are just symptoms that all relate you have to go back and say what is the root cause and it's one of those three things that i mentioned everything can be tied to at least one of those things headaches yeah. those are a symptom you need to understand is it hormone balanced is there something else going on yeah
0: Okay. So, so let's dive into the term gut health for a second. Um, tell our listeners exactly what you mean by that. Are you talking digestion, like how your body breaks down food? Is there something more than that? What does that mean exactly?
2: Yeah. Great question. So when I talk about gut health specifically, we need to understand that there are good bacteria and bad bacteria, and we need both. We need a combination of both. Typically, most people have 80% bad bacteria and 20% good. And when we work on gut healing, we want to reverse that. We want 80% good bacteria and 20% bad. There's a term candida yeast that many people maybe aren't familiar with, but that's a yeast in our gut that we need. It helps decompose our bodies when we die. But generally, there's an overgrowth of that yeast, which you're going to see um, sugar cravings, carb cravings, those kind of things. Because it's a yeast, it demands to be fed sugar. And so a mom may you know, have a candy stash in the cupboard or the, the drawer that she goes to because she just needs sugar to get throughout the day. But that's the candida yeast demanding to be fed. No matter how strong your willpower may be,
1: that candida yeast is there. Okay, we didn't we usually start off our episodes with a humor segment, and we didn't, and that's fine. But I have to add something in here because I know you'll understand this. So I have um one of my kids. I think I may have shared this on a previous episode, Bonnie, you can tell me. but um one of my kids, uh, we were babysitting a little girl and she had some hand sanitizer, and she brought it, and one of the baby got into the hand sanitizer and was playing with it. And we discovered it when he, Ingested it because he screamed. You know, it's alcohol and it's um, like it burned his throat at that point. But hand sanitizer is made to be absorbed through the skin, and because he'd played with it so long, he actually got drunk from the alcohol <laughs> content. And uh, side note, we we found out after this and learning all this that um, many middle school students were using hand sanitizer to to get drunk, to get a high, and so he had this, he had this um, well, he's a happy drunk. I mean, we know that now he was like two. (laughs) He was, we took video because it was so sad, funny that he was like dancing. His brother was playing the guitar and he was just like having the best time. And then he took this massively long nap. He liked to sleep off this drunk that he had. And, um, Anyway, that was all funny. But afterwards, um, my sister-in-law, so there's a health food store in our family, and my sister-in-law said, yeah, that's all funny, but he just destroyed all the bacteria in his body, not just the bad bacteria. So she said, my recommendation is that you go and you start intensely building up the good bacteria in his body, and you kind of avoid any bacteria right now, because he has nothing in his system. (laughs) So that is kind of my little humorous, sad story. Sad, but
2: very true. And honestly, that's what happens when you take an antibiotic. You're killing all the bacteria, not just the bad. And so you need to be really careful how often you're taking an antibiotic. It takes up to a year to restore that good bacteria. So it's pretty serious.
0: So let me ask a quick question before we move on, Bridget. You, You said that we do need both good and bad bacteria. What makes it bad if it is something that's necessary for our bodies?
2: What makes it bad is just too much. It's an overgrowth Um, that can lead into leaky gut, things like that. When the the intestines become permeable and then those toxins and things are being leaked out.
0: into. So just getting them back into balance is what makes everything.
2: Absolutely. And I, I think I mentioned it, but most people have way too much bad. And that's where we see
1: health issues come into play. Gotcha. Oh my goodness. I think we could talk with you for hours, but I have another question. <laughs> what is the biggest gut issue you see in clients or in the general population? Like, especially let's narrow it down to like busy moms.
2: Great question. I think really energy. Um, seems like a lot of moms are running on diet soda, headaches, hormones, obviously, because you're just in that childbearing stage of life and just trying to manage on very little sleep. So Number one issue, gut well, it's hard to say because they're also intertwined, gut hormones and inflammation. just those three things make this beautiful stew of you know chaos going on in your gut, basically,
1: but it sounds like you know, and well, we know that there's solutions out there that this doesn't have to be a permanent situation for moms.
2: Absolutely. Of course there are wonderful supplements and herbs and plants and things that we can use and that's a beautiful part of it. Obviously your diet's going to play a huge part. Sugar. Sugar's a killer. You know, we want it, our bodies crave it, but it's horrible. Gluten can be really serious for a lot of people. Um again that stress and cortisol
0: hormone going on. Yeah. Okay, so Bridget, let's let's talk solutions now. Tell us what what is one simple way to start taking better care? Like, are we talking diet? Are we talking supplements? Both, um, paying attention to symptoms. What, what's a great first step?
2: I think diet is a great first step. Just being aware of what you're putting in your body. It's so easy to walk by your child's plate and eat that last chicken nugget or eat that last bite of cookie. You're a mom on the go and you know we don't really sit down and eat a healthy meal. So that would be very critical. Of course, water. Who drinks enough water? We need half of our body weight in ounces every single day, which is a lot. You're, you're drinking a lot and you're going to the bathroom a lot, but you
1: need that to flush out the toxins. Uh, those are such amazing and easy things for moms to do. It's not really hard to grab a water bottle and carry it around with you, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, your kids are going to drink out of it too,
0: but. <laughs> I, I am convinced that's why our family has such a good immune system is because everybody shares out of my water bottle little punks. Every time I turn around, somebody's sucking on it. I was like, well, we've all swapped spit. I guess we're all immune to everything anybody brings
2: (laughs) (laughs) home.
1: Okay. So let's talk a second about, like we know, and you shared a little bit with us about what moms can be doing to get their, their digestive system on track. How about our kids? Let's talk about that for a minute.
2: Okay, kids, of course, same thing, healthy eating. Don't give them a snack or a treat every time, you know, they do something good. I feel like my kids would go to scouts or a church activity or school and there was always a treat every single day, you know, or football practice. Here's a donut. You just practice. Have a donut and a Gatorade. I mean, we're just killing our guts, right? Um, kids, now my my son just started back to school. I know a lot of kids are doing that this week. and The germs there are just crazy. Of course, wash your hands. uh, You know, don't share your friend's drink. Those kind of things.
0: Yeah, let me ask you this. Let's let's like play devil's advocates here. Say, I have no idea what a healthy diet looks like. You're you're. It sounds like you're talking a lot about sugars, which obviously we know we have way too much crappy sugar in our diet. But but what else? What are some other real um, problems that you see people? you know uh putting into their diet and and what could they be adding instead
2: Great question. I think a big one is sugary drinks, fruit juice, uh whatever, you know, I don't know what the popular brand might be. Capri Sun is a common one. Uh, Gatorades, those have dyes and sugar and all those additives. Just anything that is going to be high in sugar and products that are not natural. Um, You want to look for, of course, juice is great. Maybe you water it down and you don't have a a drink every single day of juice. Water, water, water is always going to be better. But I think we often get too many calories and too much sugar in our drinks.
1: Okay. So Bridget, we want to hear from you. Why did you get interested in gut health? Like what, what is it? Why did you get into it? And what has it done for you and your family?
2: Okay. So I really was not sleeping well. I would fall asleep. Okay. But then I'd be awake for several hours in the middle of the night, not stressed about anything or worried about anything, but I knew that that has had happened to my mother and my grandmother. So I thought, Oh, I'm just that age. Now it's going to happen to me. So I was experiencing very high cholesterol and my mother and grandmother had, had that as well. And my mom said, don't go on medication. You'll be on the rest of your life. Just work on diet and exercise So each year I would go to my doctor and he would encourage me to go on medication. I I was well over 200. My highest cholesterol was 275 at one point. And at 200, they start um, talking about medication. And I I just turned him down over and over. And so um, those were kind of my main issues. Then my joints were starting to hurt. I was about 42 at that time. And I thought, I'm way too young to start feeling arthritis or any of that going on. And a dear friend of mine that I had known when we both lived out of state started posting on social media about some products that she was using that helped her with the Epstein virus, which is mono. And she had horrible cankers and just awful pains and things going on, and it helped her. So I reached out and just said, you know, what are you doing and would it help me? And she let me know about those three root causes of disease and how all of our ailments can be reversed or fixed if you address those three root causes. So I started taking some specific products that she suggested. And within two months, I was sleeping really, really well, sleeping through the night. And it was a little bit, uh, you know, it wasn't dramatic. I just realized, oh, I'm sleeping better and I have more energy. I don't wake up in the morning thinking, when am I going to get my nap in today? Because I am exhausted. And then about a year later, I went to the doctor and, of course, had my cholesterol tested. And over time, it has come down 100 points. So I'm well within the normal range. Um, this was with some great omega vitamins that, that I added in. And so I've seen some really great things happen in my own health. No more joint pain. I'm able to exercise and work out and you know keep up with my granddaughter and all the things that I want to do physically
0: and feel great. Okay. That is a really, really incredible story. And again, it just goes to show, I just want to say how random some of these symptoms are, right? But I, in my past couple of years of of looking into gut health as well, I've learned that, you know, if your body needs fuel to work and stay alive, then if that fuel is not being processed correctly in any way, then there's going to be, you know, some sort of symptoms somewhere. And very often, you know, I, I think in general too, the population is, always skeptical of a cure-all. Oh, there's nothing that can cure everything. And that's true. There is nothing that can cure everything. But there are some things that have a much a much wider impact on our life in general. Food is one of them because it's what we eat to live, right? And if our body needs it to survive, then it means it can affect everything. And then the next step is the processing of the food if the food is not being processed correctly, right? So I really, really do have a lot of A lot of faith in healing that gut and and fixing some things. So one other question I wanted to ask you was um, that gut brain connection. So we're talking physical symptoms and I've heard so much about how it affects the brain as well. Can you speak on that at all?
2: Absolutely. So scientists are telling us now our gut is our second brain and there's a pathway. They're just constantly talking and communicating. So if you understand serotonin, our happy hormone, it's produced mostly in our gut. Same with melatonin. It's produced in our gut. So if you're not sleeping well, if you heal your gut, then your body starts to make more melatonin and you'll um, naturally be sleeping better. And really um, speaking a little bit to the products that I love, they're just crushed up plants. So when we feed our body pure nutrition, then it heals itself. It's not the supplements that are healing us. It's putting our state in a body of balance and healing, and then the body takes over.
0: Oh, I love that. That's so great. I, I firmly believe that there are times and places when we need you know modern medicine and things to, to heal our body, but it just makes sense that if God created our bodies, he's going to give us all the tools necessary for the most part to get them back into balance. I love what you said, getting it into a state of balance so that it can heal itself. Such great wisdom.
1: Okay, Bridget. So you are a gut health coach, correct? Okay. So you help others to figure out their gut health stuff. So just for fun, let's have a couple mini coaching sessions here where you talk to Bonnie and I about our family and our own personal gut health sure. want to do it. Let's do it. Okay, sure. Um, okay. So our, our family, um, we eat a pretty clean whole diet. My husband does a keto diet and he started on that for inflammation. Um, as I mentioned, there's a health food store in our family. So we eat pretty super clean and healthy. Um, almost no sugar and very low carbs. Um, And we have in the past um, five to 10 years implemented a lot of foods that um, have probiotics or good bacteria in them. So um, for example, we have a dairy cow and we make yogurt. Um, We we make bread, but it's sourdough bread. Um, We grow uh, most of our vegetables and we make sauerkraut by the gallon bucket. I mean, five gallon bucket. We, and we eat that, um, if not every meal, lots of times through the week. Um, so those are some things we're doing for our gut health, but some of us are struggling with, um, health problems. I have, um, since we had COVID, I have suddenly had a bunch of foods that I can't digest. So I've had, um, eggs I can't eat and, um, chicken, and I've never been able to digest onions real well, but just like kind of unrelated, seemingly random bunch of list of foods. <laughs> and um, my process for dealing with this has just been elimination, not eating these things. But now I'm wondering if I need to also be working on adding in even more bacteria so that's like me personally and then um one of my sons is struggling with some migraines he's just on the cusp of puberty so big hormonal time in his life and then as i mentioned my husband was struggling with inflammation and he's found a lot of relief in the keto diet so no carbs and sugar for him so what can you like taking that little capsule of information about our family what what do you recommend what else could we do
2: Okay. First of all, I have to commend you. You are doing so many good things. So, so many. I love. Thank you. I love that you have a cow. Raw milk is incredible. Yeah. Uh, we call that liquid gold at our house. We love it. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And we make our butter too and stuff. I, I also probably should mention that it's kind of obvious, but since there's a health food store in the family, we don't do like doctors or traditional medicine. So okay, with the exception of one of my kids, after wisdom tooth surgery, none of my children have ever had Antibiotics. Bless you. (laughs)
2: That is wonderful. You you obviously the benefit. You see the benefit of that. And uh I just you're doing so many incredible things. Sauerkraut, wow, that that is amazing. Yogurt, awesome. Probiotics. And so, and your husband, inflammation, right? One of those um three root causes that we talked about. And so, yes, it's coming from our food sources. And um, I mean, he's making some incredible choices, so that's wonderful. As far as your son, definitely hormone related as he's going into those, you know, those puberty years. And one of the three root causes, I said, blood sugar and hormone balance. That's something that is important. Not, not even if you're just diabetic, but insulin, if you are aware is your master hormone. So when you eat anything, uh, your insulin is going to spike. And when your insulin spikes, all of your hormones follow. So if you're constantly eating insulin spiking and falling, your other hormones are doing that same thing. As far as the headaches, you know, he could increase his water. Maybe he, maybe he is dehydrated. That could be another piece of it.
1: So maybe add in some supplements as well that are extra probiotics, that, that kind of thing. Absolutely.
2: Yes. Probiotics, uh, supplements, definitely. There are so many great supplements out there, different lines and, and things that you can use, just read the label. Just be aware of the ingredients. There are so many supplements that have fillers that are just not helpful and they don't need to be there. So be really careful about reading your label. So another really important piece of your gut health is how often you're eliminating. So if you're not going to the bathroom two to three times a day, that's where we're gonna start. That's where I help my clients. First thing is that's what we work on is getting that waste out of your body. Otherwise you're just poisoning yourself. So that's very, very important. And of course water will help immensely with that. Magnesium is a really powerful um, ingredient um, that most people are deficient in. And we need magnesium for hundreds and hundreds of things in our body. So that would be an easy way to get the digestive system moving.
1: Okay. Thank you so much. That's that's just kind of fun to put our family stuff before you and have you make some recommendations. Thank you. Yes. How about you guys,
0: Bonnie? Yeah. And it's it's so great. It just goes to show how uh, unique and individualized health is in general, right? And, and depending on the family's diet and the family's hereditary propensities, right? Like at your history, how much antibiotics or other medications they have had. Um, you know, we're all born into these bodies that already have a history to them. Like even the body that's brand new, it has a genetic history, right? That we don't always know what's going on. I have a couple of siblings who have some, have had some health issues. And my mom said one of them, she just wished had come with a manual that just said, look, you're going to be fighting this, 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 and this, because it took her 10, 12 years to figure out what this child needed. So obviously that's a big challenge to moms in general. So for our household, we're, we're basically, we we make Audrey look like an angel because we're like the healthy side of the typical American diet. So I've always, I've always kind of prided myself on how well we eat, but, but we're not Audrey's family for sure. Um, I think our biggest yeah, challenge, so sweet, because I am just, I, I think our biggest challenge for sure is time and effort, um, put into meals. I work pretty hard on my own because I've just, you know, I'm in my forties. I do not want to feel like crap anymore. And eating cereal is going to make me feel like crap. Eating sugar is going to make me feel like crap. Um, granted I still do have my sugar issues. And that's probably our family's biggest um, culprit because we did both grow up with it being used as a reward. Right. And so it's like, Oh, let's have a fun family thing. Let's eat a treat. Oh, you did this good thing. Let's go have a treat. Right. So that's a struggle for me. I would also say that, um, I have three teenagers now too. Um, and so once our kids are a little bit more independent, they start bringing home things. Like I'm really sad about me losing control over what comes into my home now. Right. So, Mm -hmm my little kids might not go anywhere, but big brother's going to come home and bring them a soda. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. You know, anyway. So we largely avoid sodas, juices, that sort of thing. But we do make baked goods. We do eat treats. We do, um, you know, default to packaged stuff sometimes just because it's easier, you know, packaged oatmeal versus like making it from home. So uh, I kind of know what I need to do, but also, you know, use it as an excuse sometimes because time is a challenge. So that's kind of our family. Um, As far as health issues, um, most of us are pretty healthy. My husband does struggle with with, uh, cholesterol, high cholesterol. Um, It's a hereditary thing for him. So I think it's really interesting to hear your story and see if maybe we can get his gut in check. Um, I do have one child who struggles with a lot of things, seizures, migraines, et cetera. Um, I'm aware of the keto diet for, for seizures. However, I have not jumped on that bandwagon because it sounds so hard to get my behavioral, behaviorally challenged child on board with a very strict diet like that. So anyway, we could, I'm sure she could definitely benefit from a gut cleanup as well. That's kind of our, our summary.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. And we didn't really touch on this yet, but any anxiety, mood, depression, any of those issues, they're going to originate in the gut as well. And so when you get all of that balance then those mood issues can be addressed. ADHD is a really, really big one. You know, I read a statistic that six and a half million children are being medicated for ADHD and that in itself is causing a whole host of other issues. And so we really want to be careful about going there. Um, the soda, that's an easy one. We don't drink soda at our house either. Luckily my kids are, you know, they can let it go. They're not hooked on that, but that's a, that's a really big one. Um, obviously, the sugar and and all the extra things in there. But, um, I tell people, you know, let's do 80%, 80% good, 20% bad. We want to have treats. We want to have baked goods and we certainly do at our house. Um, but if you're making those intentional choices and this is nothing new, but eat as natural as possible, you know, vegetables in their purest form, not covered in sauce or cheese, maybe your protein. We're really trying to eat a lot of protein at our house and, then you're going to be more full and not want those sugary treats after. And so, um, you know, packaged foods, of course, we know they're not the best for us, but sometimes out of necessity or time, we need to have those things. But you could absolutely throw in some more vegetables with it or throw in some spinach in your smoothie or, you know, just little steps that are going to improve your health.
0: Yeah. I love that outlook. Um, I think as moms, we are, at least I personally am very much into the whole all or nothing. It's like, we're going to eat better. And then the next thing we know, it's like, Oh, forget it. It's too much work, just but just implementing a little bit at a time. Yeah. I love
2: It's it. not sustainable. It really yeah. isn't. And, and when you're trying to help a child and like you say, it would be very difficult to get them on a keto diet. And you know, if the whole family's not on that same keto diet, then you're making several meals. It's just not sustainable. All right, so I do have a free quiz that you can take if you'd like to find out if you need some gut health support or supplements, and that link will be in the show notes.
1: Okay, Bridget, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your time with us, giving us little tiny mini coaching sessions. That was fun. Our our audience can go and take your quiz and tell them where else they can find you online because uh, if they're anything like Bonnie and I, we want to know like a ton more.
2: Okay. So you can find me on Facebook. Bridget Carter Comish is just my name there. I'm also on Instagram, Bridget underscore Comish, C-O-M-I-S-H. I I just share my family and my faith and, and the supplements that I love.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. We are definitely going to go give you a follow and probably DM you lots of questions. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, because this really is, I think, um, a missing key to so many people's lives. I think, well, I'm trying to eat healthy. Well, I'm trying to get sleep and, and something just isn't working and it manifests itself in so many different ways. So I think what you're doing is such a great work and we're excited to share with our with our audience. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening, friends. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe to our email and never miss another episode. Show us some love by leaving
1: a review on iTunes or sharing the podcast with a friend. Thanks for all your support. We'll talk to you next week. My husband was struggling with inflammation and he's come to a lot of... um, Hello, word.
0: Welcome He's to the got old a- lady channel where we have <laughs> no. no vocabulary vocabulary. No.